You're listening to Irish Radio Canada at Home and Abroad, and one of the intriguing things in Irish culture, well, it's not that intriguing, but it's very strong in Irish culture and getting stronger, are, it's the practice of singing circles. And at this time of the year around Christmas is particularly busy because people have the time and they go around. But the uh, number of singing circles has been growing. And we were just chatting with Eleanor Shanley and Eleanor was telling me about a great circle that happens in Banderslow on Thursday nights, moves from location to location. Well, now, now I'm going from Banderslow to Holland. Yeah, you heard me correct. I'm going from Banderslow to Holland. And that is because I'm having a chat with Simon Oak. And Simon is um, rushing to get out to a singing circle. And uh, we found it, managed to get a little bit of a time before he does. Simon, welcome and wonderful to have you. And I'm fascinated. I'm wonder- looking forward to learning more about why I'm talking to someone in Holland about Irish singing <laughs> circles. I get, great to be with you, uh, Austin. And I'm really delighted uh, to tell a bit about my experience because as an outsider uh, and a late starter in love, I could say, with Irish music and Irish singing, uh, I was only 40, 45 and I'm 62 now. And um, so, but since I started doing this, Neve Parsons was here in my little village in the, in the Green Heart uh, with, uh, with her brilliant guitarist, uh, uh, Graham Dunn. And singing these beautiful ballads, uh, ballads, and uh, uh, I was, I was, I was really, uh, it was magic. So I, 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 I booked travel trips to to Ireland first with the band where I was in, and then we we were uh, the first festival was in uh, Spanish Point in 2011, I think. And I never imagined that I could listen uh, that I could listen to people singing songs from Friday afternoon till Monday morning without hardly a break. <laughs> and and without instruments. So no no things to it, you know, just singing. And that's that's amazing. And uh, it's a brilliant culture that we really hardly know in Holland. And I got hooked, so and I took it with me to Holland, started a singing circle here in Leiden in the old city. And 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 we have a growing number of enthusiasts who who, uh, who who really sing from the heart, and and we 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 take the concept, but not it's not nothing is prescribed. You know, the people are determining what's happening. So we have songs from Greece and some songs in Roma in the, in, in the Roma language, French, English, uh, sometimes an Irish song, even in Irish. Because there are some people doing Irish uh, songs uh, like what's it? Boy didn't follow me, something like that. Oh yeah, Boy didn't follow me. That's the one. Yeah. Yes. Right. So, um, so what's fascinating about what you just shared with me, of course, and this is the wonderful thing about music, is that music becomes cultural melting, an international cultural melting pot. Yeah, and you know it. It can often be the what you describe, of course, is going to Spanish Point and hearing uh, a cappella on unaccompanied music, and the message is in the words. So what's fascinating about what you've just told me is, if you're sitting in a, a singing circle, uh, an international singing circle, the ability to understand the lyrics must be very challenging. 
Yeah, it is. But if you take the song, uh, the Irish song about the boat, the boy didn't follow, follow me. I, st- I still am unable to pronounce it. Uh, uh, the, the atmosphere is on another level, you know, and, and still it is pleasant to listen to, although you don't really get the story at the right, but you get the atmosphere. Right. And the, the same happened, happens when you get a song from Greece. Uh, the, the the woman who sings the song, she she prints uh, translation, translated words and, and shares them with us so we can sort of read and listen, but I prefer to just listen. I, I have a friend in the in the singing circle. He uh, sings Roma songs. He's a Dutchman and he's, he he learns Roma songs just from the ear. He He's together. He's, they're a couple. His wife wants to know what she's singing and he doesn't he doesn't mind. He's, he, he says, I just take it phonetically, sing it, and then I I, I give it time to to tell me what I need to feel, you know, and and so it's really, there is something in music and something in singing that, that is on a non-ratio level, you know, somewhere abstract, yes. which is which is really very good, a very good feeling. Well, now, when you mention that, that's true at an international level, but when you get to Spanish Point, it's very much um, on a, a very in, um, homogeneous level. Yeah, and I can tell you, I remember the, the the festival had a team. It was sports. And so I was there as a Dutchman having no clue about hurling and about all these Irish sports and these sporting sport ballads. They are amazing where they where they tributes to to the Irish sporting heroes of uh, 40 or 50 years ago. <laughs> and 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 one of the most difficult songs things for a foreigner is to understand the punchline. Because there are often there are puns and and these kind of things and you completely miss it. But the atmosphere is absolutely mighty. <laughs> and it, doesn't, it doesn't matter so much. So, other than Spanish Point, are there other locations around the country that you have participated in some singing circles? Oh yeah, I was in um, I was in Abbey Field and in Sligo, Knockrockery. Um, and was I was Jimmy, in Jimmy Murray's pub in Knockrockery. Yeah, 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 probably <laughs> with uh, I forgot his name, Johnny Johnson uh, from Bell and Slow. He is he has a singing circle there, and I think and um, uh, I forgot his name. I know what song he sings, but <laughs> I forgot his name. <laughs> Rosalita, uh, that's the song he sings. Right. Um, I'll, I'll I'll find his lady, lady, name later. So so do you find then are you guys um oh, I don't see what's the right word um are, are you traveling as a pack in other words uh oh, are no. you are, are you in Bandlesloe on Thursday night and are you opening Nakrakri on Wednesday night and Roscommon on Tuesday night or Sligo on Monday night only only the, the completely mad Men are doing that. Some are doing it, and they call. They know they are mad for doing it, but uh, sometimes, and especially if you, if you, it's a bit like bench watching or binge watching. How you know and call that when, when you have a, 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 a number of episodes and you and you watch them all in one go. Uh, if, if you are a foreigner and, and you have a, a week off, and then then you you make a schedule. 
uh, on Monday I'm going to be there, on Tuesday I'm going to be there, and you, you sort out where all the singing circles are. And I tell you, every night there's a single singing circle somewhere in Ireland. So you can really fill up your uh, travels with a singing, singing session uh, nearly every, every night, actually. I know well in, in Kinfara, for example, the one is is there uh, is run by uh, uh, Martin Ryan uh, on uh, Monday night, for example. Right. So Maybe. how often? And, 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 and you have a, a lovely one. It's called uh, uh, Robbie's Last Friday or Robbie Robbie's First Friday, I think. It's uh, in uh, Spencer Hill. Okay. So yeah. how often would you go to Ireland then, Sam? Uh, I would. Prefer to go more often, but it's three times a year, approximately. Okay, okay. Yeah. and what you try, you would time that with some festivals. Yeah, right. the festival is more or less an excuse to go there, and then uh, I put a couple of extra days before and after, and then I make no plans. I try to make no plans. the The problem is if you go more often, you get more friends everywhere, and then it's, uh, when you are here, you have to come. You so, so, so before you know it, you are creating a schedule for yourself and visiting everyone, everybody. So Simon, <laughs> many, right. of, nice. many, many of the the songs and the singers at the song, singing circles would often be sharing their own compositions. And as you say, uh, there's subtleties in the punchline that. Um, if you, if you, if even if you don't have local knowledge, sometimes uh, the punchline might be lost on you because it might relate to an individual from the locality. Yeah. Has that encouraged you to compose and write in what would be the Shano style or in the that um, a cappella style? Uh, well, I, I've been writing songs all all my life, and um, when I when I found out how the Irish write songs, I was thinking, I I like that style. I want to write songs like that because you you can really uh, uh, create a, a full story in a song there. Okay. You, you don't need to be too poetic, let's say. And, right. and then the popular, you can simply uh, tell you when it happens, where it happens, who was the bad guy, who was the good guy, <laughs> and what was funny about it or so. So I, I like that very much, and so the storytelling songs is is very nice, and it, and it teaches you a lot actually, because we know nothing about Ireland in heart. And but when you get to Ireland, then you would present your own, um, you you'd present your own work to the groups. Yeah, that's when usually when I go to Ireland, I try to to get. Uh, at least one of my own, and and then uh, some some of the, the more common songs. Uh, and and but when I'm here, I do the opposite. Actually, I I try to bring the Irish, uh, the beautiful Irish ballads here. That that's what I prefer. Right. Because I love and singing them. Have you written anything in your about your Irish experience, or have you used your Irish experience to write anything? Yeah, actually, you write songs about what's on your mind, and uh, yeah, I, I've written a couple of things like that. Yeah. yeah. And would you share one with us? Well, um, I would like to share one which is uh, a little bit crazy uh, because uh, it's a true story, like every song. <laughs> At least the first verse, the first verse is true. And it's about 
really nothing, but still about a shocking event that I had one day when I woke woke up. So I could sing it for you if you like. Nobody knows on the tip of my nose A little hair's been growing there with a smile And because I removed it I'm unable to prove it But I swear it was there for a while It was quietly growing in a curl And was showing itself in the mirror one day Proudly standing upright in the early morning light But I thought when I saw it go away So I plucked it away without any delay, but ever since that day it appears in my dreams. And wherever I'm going, it never stops growing. I'm plucking mind-blowingly till I wake up with a scream. Out of options I went to a hairy old friend With a beard he appeared to me wise Such a wise man might well be Delighted to tell me a way out of this hell to paradise But when he had spoken He left me heartbroken Saying it was a token Your little white hair You should have thought of a girl When you looked at its curl I assent when you binge It's now your daily nightmare But since that day in my dreams Well, at least so it seems, this little hair forever there on my nose keeps grinning at me, and I'm beginning to see how she kindly makes me find my repose. Now my terrible nightmares with haunting little wise hairs turn to dreams of delight where old noses look fine. And I wake up quite laid back no more, the plucking maniac who cares about hairs growing old is divine. So here's to the pluckers of hair and good luck to the carers who struggle with old men like me. And may all the old noses be smelling sweet roses, and like holy Moses reach a hundred and three. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. Um, you certainly have um, acquired a lot of the nuances that go with the Irish style of telling a story <laughs> in song. Simon. I'm going to have to wrap up. I want to thank you for singing. I want to thank you for taking the time. And I want to wish you and all of yours a very happy Christmas and New Year. And um, continued regular trips to Ireland and participation in the wonderful singing circuits. It was a great pleasure to me, Austin. Thank you very much. And a Merry Christmas to you all. <laughs>